Welcome back to Tabletop Vagabonds, a D&D 5e actual play podcast set in the homebrew world of Aria. I'm Alex Wright, your DM, and I'm joined by the accused Amy. Ooh, accused of what, I wonder? What have you done? <laughs> Hi, I'm Amy, and I'm playing Melinda Wrenchnuzzle, the Sky Gnome Warlock. And I am joined by the daredevil Dave. Hi, I'm Dave. And I play Finn, the Larsa Artificer, and I am joined by the careless Craig. Oh, that's a bit mean. Cool. No, it's it's kind of true, I guess. <laughs> careless is somehow so much worse than carefree. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I chose what I chose. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Craig. I play Volley Willowside, the eight-year-old Volmane Wild Magic Sorcerer. And as ever, I am joined by the most appetizing Alex. Oh, very nice. Thank you very much, Craig. Nom, nom, nom. Hi, everyone. I'm Alex. I play Osric, the Gear Gnome Forge Cleric, and he's trying to make me laugh in the background. And I am joined, as ever, by the anti-ferromagnetic Alex, our DM. <laughs> yeah, why are you yeah. so against the ferromagnetics, Alex? Yeah. Huh? 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 I really hate them. I really why hate do you hate those ferrous metal particles? I feel... This should be a slightly educational podcast in the beginning. What does that word mean? According to this, it is an adjective that it means it relates to anti-ferromagnetism. <laughs> <laughs> That's the information I had before you said that. <laughs> Fine. Well, okay. I imagine that's something that repulses ferrous metals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, Which and I, a bit more. It's, and a bit it's more. still not very helpful. <laughs> a ferrous metal is iron, and yeah. iron related. Is that right? It's like, um, you remember, do you remember those iron. things in science class where you had the magnets and you had the bits of metal? Those mm. were like uh, ferrous metal iron filings, and it shows the effect of magnets around them. And what, what is a, what's an iron filing, Dave? Let's keep this, let's keep this train going. <laughs> um, so it is composed of, go fuck yourself. Tiny, teeny, <laughs> teeny bits of iron. Tiny, yeah, teeny. It's, just, it's just shaved bits of iron. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you'd yeah. play with the, the game where you'd have a magnet and you'd like make the thing have hair, like you'd yeah. have a face. I have a pretty cool uh, Norwegian, I think it is, board game where you use magnets underneath the table to move the ball to repel it against uh, each other. Ah, nice. Anyway, enough nerding out <laughs> about chemistry. Understanding chemistry? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, last session, gang, you guys got to meet Raldi, oh, the yes. god of the Koyang. Slightly less dickhead god than the last god who met. Yeah, we managed to not actively declare war on this one. <laughs> Yet. Yet. In fact, you agreed to help her because Raldi and her Koyang were being trapped inside of her dream realm. I mean, you say help, but it feels more like Volley blackmailed Raldi. Did you? Yeah, we made the deal that if we help her, she will try and stop the Koyang and Mousefolk from fighting. Oh, yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She agreed to possibly stop the fight between the Koyang and Mousefolk for sure. Because you weren't Koyang, she was able to expel you out of her realm and you're the only ones able to leave. You woke up next to the Koyang home city and met a couple of Koyang who hadn't gone for a nap yet, including one called Twinkles. 
And we had to try and persuade the Koyang famous for napping not to nap. Yeah. Don't nap. Don't nap. Here's a question. What's a young Koyang called? I've just been saying kitten, which isn't technically correct. A Koyitten? A Koyitten. Yeah. A Katang. Let's go. A Katang. I like a Katang. Yes. Okay. A young Koyang from this day forth is a Katang. Excellent. Um, <laughs> That's how you create law, people. <laughs> worlds within worlds. You somewhat bent Twinkle's arm to help you get to the temple of Raldi and get the golden acorn that she said would help her break free of this spell. Upon doing so, you started getting slight feelings that Twinkles perhaps wasn't on the up and up. (laughs) Uh, Slight feelings. Desperately trying to roll so our characters would see just how incredibly obvious it was it was (laughs) a trap. Well, yeah, basically. Um, So you got to the temple. On the way there as well, I should mention that most Koyang you saw were asleep, although a couple of them were still awake. Not many, but some. You also met a Kitang. Yeah, yeah who Amy, while trying to see if Twinkles was on the up and up, somehow stumbled into convincing the Katang <laughs> to also be part of this adventure. Yeah, you over to the party. Twinkles led you to the centre of the temple where there was a plinth, a Mordanus, and two Koyang with the black crust on their eyes. He then promptly jumped out of the room, locked the door behind him, and you are now facing a Mordanus and the two dead Koyang with a katang behind you. Before we ended the session, the Mordanus pulled out a golden acorn. He seemed to harness the energy from it, and you saw the yellow essence pulsating down his arm, and he seemed to get stronger. Yeah, it's not so good, is and it? And that's where we ended our session. So, gang, roll initiative. Fourteen, oh, bloody hell! Good. Twenty-one. Oh my god! <laughs> Alex got zero. Zero. How? Oh, you got minus and Dex. Alex, Alex, wow! Alex. Everybody, one of the rarest things you'll ever see in D and D—a fucking zero. Oh. <laughs> Great start! Wow. Oh, At least you have lots of time to think about what you want Literally to Literally worse than failure. <laughs> I'm going to put Osric all the way down at the bottom. <laughs> I Shocker. have to time itself. Literally tumbleweed <laughs> rolls past before Alex is set. It's like they can nap one all of their rolls and they're still above Osric. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wait, did you roll a one? I rolled a one. Oh, okay. my, mod, my mod is minus one. Uh, Finn, what, what did you roll? I got a 14. Volley, what did you get? That's a bit higher than normal. I got a 12. Melinda, please. Um, I got 21. I did good. Can I have half of that, please? Nice. <laughs> no. Well, um, ironically, one of the zombies also got a zero because they have minus two to dex. So. Roll off to see who goes first. A flat d20, Osric, to see who goes first. You're the zombie. All right. I got an eight. I got a three. <laughs> you got a three? Okay. <laughs> So oh, you that's are still, that's actually, still a free improvement over last time. You are in actually the, bottom of the list. In before the Katan gets a 22 and it has to go first. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the little child. What? <laughs> and Ozark hands the child like a dagger. The hammerhead the size of the small Katang. Carry yeah. this, young one. <laughs> the Katang does actually go before Osric. <laughs> yep. It's a nimble Sounds creature. Everybody goes before Osric. Look, what can I say? It's my thing. 
I like to it is your thing. read the battlefield. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a general maneuver. It's he likes yeah. to survey. It's intentional. Yeah, he delays his action anyway. <laughs> this is how he likes it. <laughs> um, okay, so the first to act is you, Melinda. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to uh, use a new spell since I leveled up, which is um, hypnotic pattern, which uh, creates a twisting pattern of colours that weaves in the air. And each creature, so the Madonnas and the uh, two Koyang, please make a wisdom save. Ah, oh, the old crusty Yangs. Yep. You need to get 13. How much health does the Katang have? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. The Katang has two health. <laughs> um, okay. Oh god, I feel like I want to put it in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> See? Um, okay, wisdom save. Uh, I'll yes, do it please. for the zombie. Wisdom is minus two. Just for my own knowledge, can everyone rattle off what their ACs are? Nobody wants to tell the DM. <laughs> Mine's 13. Mine's 19. If I wanted to, I could see your ACs at any point anyway. It doesn't really matter. 11. Okay, sorry. So the first one got a 12. So fails. The second one got a five. Fails. And the third one got an 18. So is that the Mordanus? The Mordanus got, got a better score, okay. yeah. So that means that the two zombie um, zombies, as we're calling them, are charmed. So that means that they can't move and that's it. So, And I'm going to shout, don't hit the Koyang. I've charmed them. So they won't hurt us. Probably as decisively as well, that, to be honest with you. <laughs> okay, next to act is one of the zombies. And it goes, you look really nice today. (laughs) Why, thank you. (laughs) Have you done something with your hair? It's actually desperately in need of a dying, so. I was about to say the same joke. (laughs) I think it looks good. (laughs) And that's their action. Can they roll to break the charm? I don't think they can, no. So they're just stuck charmed for how long? For a minute or something? No, until they take damage or one... One minute. One minute, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah until they, they take, take damage, they or, take or, damage. If some, or somebody wakes them up. Basically, they're just really confused because I did a, like, a hypnotic pattern and they uh, just were like so overwhelmed by it. Yeah. <laughs> the other zombies just doing <laughs> like a, kind of a, hippie, a hippie dance in it. And after that lovely moment with the zombie, it's now the Mordanus' turn. So the Mordanus has been charging itself up with this golden acorn, this large almost the size of your head fin's golden acorn in its hand. And as we get to its turn, it's going to fire out energy across the floor. I need everyone to make a wisdom save as energy starts pulsating across the room. And that includes my own people as well. Does it count as magic? It does. <sighs> so it's a 15 for Finn? 15 will pass. So 14. Oh, that means I get advantage on that too. 18. I... Right. Volley got, a, <laughs> Volley got a six. However, within him, as he feels this energy coming towards him, the kind of tides of chaos of the essence within him kind of say to him, like, hey, shit's going down. And he gets advantage on said saving throw. Oh, because of your tides of chaos, right. So I'm going to do it again. I got a six, because my next roll <laughs> was a two. <laughs> Well, okay, so everyone who gets under a 15 Uh. will take 
I'm going to roll individually for you all because I think that's fair. So who's got under 50? This is the first one. <laughs> Me. So Me. you take three damage, Osric. Okay. Three damage, Volley. Melinda? I, I passed. I got 18. So the other person who didn't pass was the Katang. Oh, oh no. 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 Oh, no. <laughs> Alex, this can't be that kind of podcast. <laughs> it can be. It can be, and it's about to be. I'm going to roll now. It wouldn't be the darkest thing that's happened. <laughs> Max, did you roll a one? I rolled a one. <laughs> oh my god, the Katang lives! The Katang is very, very hurt. It basically, this, this force energy just bursts from the acorn in a pulse and it just smacks those of you that can't take it. You feel it overwhelm you for a second and the Katang goes flying into the wall slightly and looks... Oh, How no. big is the room? <laughs> uh, the room is pretty big. It's about 50 foot. Is the acorn metal, by the way? No, it seems to be made of some kind of energy. Okay. Would I assume the room is big enough that the Katang could be out of range of the Mordanas? Well, the Mordanas is in the middle of the room. It's about 25 foot away from you. Okay. The whole room itself is 50 foot. So, no, it's kind of an empty space other than a plinth. I mean, he's not aiming for her, but she's there, right? Okay. One other quick question. When the uh, Mordanas did that move, was it arcing 360 or was it 180? It arced in a 180. Good to know. <laughs> Very important. And that's not even his turn. So with that, you see him being juiced up on this acorn steroids. And he's going to charge at who's ever in front of all of you, which the first one in from memory was Finn. Because mm-hmm. Finn went in and then Volley followed. Oh, yeah. was it? Okay. Probably. I thought I was in first. No, I think I was. If you want to have a little little uh, talk off about who wants to get hit the hardest first, then go ahead. No, I do not want to get hit at all. <laughs> well, to be honest, it's a lot better if he goes for me because my AC is like six higher than his. So he's going to run to you and he's going to use gore attack, which he gets a 16. Misses. So the Mordanus runs at you with his axe in one hand and he puts his head down to get you with his horns and he just misses as he tries to basically gore you with his horns. Oh, look out, buddy. <laughs> he says in frustration as he stands tall to fight you in the next go. Uh, next is another 16, so he doesn't hit. Are you advantage on him next turn? Good, good. Okay, so next is you, Finn, with this big Mordanus facing in front of you. So Finn's going to look at this situation and he's going to use his Misty Step boots to Misty Step up onto the shoulders of the Mordanus. Okay. Right. Okay. And uh, whilst up there, he is going to... As though you're playing piggyback or similar to Yoda in the fight against Count Dooku. Yeah, he's literally like sort of feet on shoulders standing on him. Okay. Just because I'm assuming this guy's pretty broad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, he bench presses high. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Finn's not very big, so I'm pretty sure he can get a good footing. Fuck ma, no hands. Okay. I'm doing like a shadow of the Colossus sort of shit. Basically, Finn's going to use a branding smite on his wrist to try and make him drop the golden acorn. Okay. Uh, so, well, I'll take a shot and then I'll use a branding smite. Yeah. Hang on, before you say anything, so his natural AC, I'm going to add plus two to his AC. You'll hit him right at his normal AC but if you get plus two higher than his AC you'll make him drop it alright but it's kind of a trick shot 
Okay. Um, and I get advantage, don't I? You do. Yeah, you do. Because he was reckless. So that's a 19? <laughs> That'll do it, yeah. That'll do it. That'll do it. Okay, so... Does he drop the acorn? He will. Do you want to roll damage first? Uh, so that's seven on the shot, and let me get to the smite. And that's another six on the smite, so that's uh, 13 total. Uh, and it's... Ooh. Okay. Great job. Is, so it's 2d6 radiant damage. On top of what you've already done. Uh, no, no, that was... Um, that was what you just did. Yeah, so 13 and 6 of that is 2d6 radiant. And he can't become invisible until the spell ends. Okay, fine. Damn. Uh, so that's my first attack. So as you do that, on that shot, you'll shoot him in the wrist. And the acorn will fall from his hand onto the floor. And this energy that was going through his body immediately just gets sucked down into the acorn. That's now resting on the floor. So before he takes his second shot, Finn yells out, Guys, get the acorn away from him! And he will pull back from shooting him in the arm and aim at the back of his head. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be kinder this way. <laughs> okay. I was about to ask if I still get advantage. Yes. So... That's a 19. I shouldn't have recklessly attacked. <laughs> Stupid Alex. And six damage on the second attack. Okay. Okay. Things are not looking up. But most importantly, you got rid of the acorn from him, <laughs> so that's good. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, David. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I did it in style. You did, <laughs> did it in style. Yeah. Um, Okay, next to act is the one, the only, Volmane of the Grove. It is Volley. As soon as Finn yells to the gang to get the acorn, Volley is diving straight on it. And by diving, I mean the acorn pretty much has fallen at his feet at this point. Yeah. So Volley's going to dive onto the ground and pick it up. Okay, so you are going to dive onto that acorn. Yes. Okay, what part of you is touching it? My hands. Okay, roll a d20, please, as you touch it. <laughs> What did you think he was going to do? I love the idea that you have a chart of like, which body part fits in and then you have to roll a You'd be surprised how much prepping I've done. (laughs) I had a vision of Volley diving on it like a grenade and it hitting his chest and then he just sort of engulfed it. That's kind of what I thought he was going for, the kind of Captain America grenade. Right, so realistically, yes, Volley will have dived on it with his chest, but his hands will have been the first thing to yeah, touch it. Fine, that's what I need to know. <laughs> I thought you were going to absorb it into you like pumpkin rock. <laughs> that's exactly what I assumed. Hey, Volley might try. Because <laughs> Volley can do that. Roll a d20. I did. Because Volley is a bag of holding. <laughs> Nat 20. Did you actually? Yeah. It's about time we Nat 20'd you. I know. Come on! Very good, very good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so the time of the vomitate is here. I think we just broken Alex's difficult encounter. If Volley becomes a god, I absolutely quit. <laughs> Volley doesn't become a god. <sighs> I'm so disappointed now. Oh, if Volley becomes a god, I become a non-believer. <laughs> <laughs> I smite you down. Heretic. <laughs> Volley. Yes. As soon as your hands touch the golden acorn, you feel this immense, overwhelming flow of essence start entering a body. It feels too much. You cannot contain it. It's a level of power you've never experienced before. And you feel like you're about to burst and explode from the level of power inside you. As quickly as it enters, it just bursts out of you 
and forms a corporeal image of a Koyang. And the Koyang turns around. Where am I? What is going on? Oh no. Oh no. I died using the acorn, didn't I? Oh no. Hey. Hey. You. I. Hello. Hey, I feel obliged to help you right now. It's strange. I cannot quite put it into words, but it's almost as though I serve you now. In this <laughs> oh. moment. <laughs> I'll set you free like Aladdin. And you have cast Guardian of Faith. Cool. And what does that do? So a large spectral guardian appears and hovers for a duration of an occupied space of your choice. When you can see within range, the guardian occupies that space. You summon a Koyang. Any creature hostile to you that moves within 10 feet of that space of the guardian for the first time on a turn must succeed a deck saving throw. The creature takes 20 radiant damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. The guardian vanishes when it is dealt over 60 damage. Bababooey, let's go. My god. Yeah, you weren't kidding when you said he'd done real fucking well. Yeah, yeah. Hells yeah. Where would you like me to defend? Uh, you, you see the the guy on top of the Mordanus with the cool mask? You, you want me to kill the guy with the mask? No, he's my no. friend. Oh, kill okay. the Mordanus. Bring it on! Okay. I can take him! I will stand in, next to the Mordanus and I'll, I'll, I'll defend the Mordanus area. And he pulls out a little raper and starts doing little swirls around him. A little dance with his <laughs> rapier. I will defend with my life or my afterlife. <laughs> and, Don't do uh, it, Folly. I can take him. <laughs> he says with a gun to the back of his head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Finn has rarely felt so big as he does holding a gun to the back of a guy's head. By the way, in case you care, my name is Baron Dulla Fluffy. <laughs> Why Dulla? Because he's Spanish-French, obviously. Yeah, he's Spanish-French. Yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's a cross between Zorro and Puss in Boots. It's just a Koyang uh, naming format. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Baron, baron of the you, Fluffy, I love yeah. it. Yeah. You're always a baron of your own name. Uh, Amazing. And the many fluffies that came before him. Um, so, any creatures you hold shot to you are moving to space. So, he's already in that space, so it won't hurt him, but if the zombies come, it will hurt them. Okay, so Baron de la Fluffy is defending the area next to the Mordanus. The next one in the action is one of the zombies, and it's going to swing gently in the colors that it's seeing. <laughs> and that's all it's going to do. <laughs> <laughs> The next one in the action is the Katang. Oh, I don't feel so good. <laughs> Stay back, little buddy. I will. She's going to try and curl up behind Osric. Monsieur, monsieur. <laughs> oh, pardon, monsieur. <laughs> it's really good to get an insight into what you think French children are like. <laughs> French slash Spanish. Yes. Uh, next, with the Koyang curled around your feet, is Osric. Oh, hello, little fellow. Hello. Get behind my shield, I'll protect you. See, si, si. see. I'm going to cast aid at third level on a little Katang, which I feel might be overkill. But <laughs> it's definitely overkill. I feel like he's <laughs> like a spell on a creature with two um, HP. I think that is... The Katang becomes a tiger. He, <laughs> yeah. he gains and increases his maximum by 10. I think so he now has 12. 12? Oh my god. Okay. He's not felt so good. Um, yeah. I, can, I can actually share that with two other creatures within range. I'm going to share that with Finn and Volley as well. 
So what happens? I get more hit points. Both of you gain 10 hit points. So oh, your, your maximum goes up by 10. Okay, now Volley feels like a god. Does that just heal me for 10 extra as well? Uh, or just my maximum goes up by 10? If you're on 45 out of 48, let's say, you're now on 55 out of 58. Yes. So you, st- you. you don't gain any extra, but you gain the 10 as new health. Yeah. The mechanical sprites um, jump from Osric's exoskeleton and cluster around Finn, Volley and the Katang. Ah, oh, si, si. Messi, senor. Messi. Messi, senor. That's, that's my action. I don't think I have many bonus actions I can really do. Um, so I'm just going to bury my shield into the ground, slam it down into the ground in front of this this kitten, making sure that, you know, it doesn't hit the tail or anything silly like that. That'd be a terrible way <laughs> to, to, kill, to kill it. <laughs> um, and just hunker down and protect this, this cat and get my hammer ready. The Katang is going to curl up on your shoe behind the shield. All this from Osric, who didn't want to be near the Koyang for the nap in the first place, <laughs> has now got a pet. Yeah, there's a difference between <laughs> napping next to a cat and defending it with my life. <laughs> Melinda, it is you again. Oh, well, I was going to help with the Katang, but um, I've nope, never seen Osric it. so paternal. Exactly. So. <laughs> um, I'm going to keep maintain my concentration on hypnotising the uh, Zombos, because that's working out pretty well. And it's time for Melinda to try to hit something with Eldrick's Blast. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm going to aim at the Mordanus and roll. Don't hit Finn. No, I'm definitely aiming for, you know, lower legs. Lower legs? Lower torso. Um, I got 21. That will hit. Dead in yes. apex. This is the first time she's actually hit something that's not a door, and I roll 11 <laughs> damage. Woo! You hit something that's not inanimate. <laughs> You get two beams at fifth level, Amy. Oh my lord, thank you, Alex. Oh, this one that's not quite so good. Basically, Melinda gets so excited that she can finally do this twice and she hit the first time. She forgets to remember. Oh, wait, hang on. And she rolls nine, so I assume that hits the ceiling. Uh, yeah. She's already raised her hands to cheer when the second one goes off. Yeah, literally that. <laughs> Melinda yeah. doesn't even know it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know I could do that. <laughs> Until a chunk of stone hits the floor next to her. Next is zombie two. That was really good going with the second shot. Well done. Really proud of you out there. Good hustle. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I imagine with like little still pom-poms very now. Unnerved, very yeah. Can we keep these? <laughs> the zombie gives you a thumbs up and then its thumb just falls off. <laughs> <laughs> these are the greatest cheerleaders we've ever had. Uh, the Mordanus is next. Get off of me! And he's going to swing... His axe up and try and <laughs> just whirlwind his yeah, axe. Yeah, try and helicopter his axe to try and get you off the top of him. So I'm gonna roll to hit uh, seventeen. I'm going to reaction shield. Ooh, okay. Finn's gonna hold up his beacon spell focus to guard him from the axe, and he gets a plus five to his AC. Ooh, okay, that'll stop me from hitting you until the start of his next turn. Okay, well, then, damn. Okay, that is all that he's going to do. Get off, you stupid little thing. No! (laughs) And you, give me the acorn back. No. Also no! (laughs) Next is Finn. Finn, um, having uh, enjoyed how successful it was last time, is going to use another branding smite on his attack, assuming it hits. Uh, that's a 17. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. Finn is on fire. Uh, so that's 11 on the first and then 
Another <laughs> 20 damage total. Jesus. Uh, and that's his first attack, by the way. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, but he's going to... Oh, I thought that was rolled on a 2. It rolled on a 12. So that's 20. <laughs> 20 damage again? Dirty 20 roll to oh, hit. Oh, to hit. Not so damage. 20, Goodness uh, gracious. So 20 damage on the first, uh, dirty 20 to hit on the second. That'll do it. That is another seven damage. So 27 damage total. Bloody hell. <laughs> Although he's still standing, the Mordanus has multiple bullet wounds in his shoulders that are bleeding profusely. <laughs> Get off. This is really... A lame, humiliating way to die. Get off me, please. <laughs> no, you're mean. <laughs> Anyone else getting like a Trinity in the Matrix kind of dodge this vibes from Vin today? <laughs> <laughs> Except rather than one bullet, it's just like loads. Yeah. Yeah. Finn's just fucking like revolvering him in the back of the neck. <laughs> Zag's just watching on, just going, <laughs> just sort of watching Finn do this from the ground. When are you going to call me in, boss? He's pretending to be held back. <laughs> yeah. Bolly. Hello. You have an acorn in your hand. I do. It's golden. It feels nice. It's warm to the touch. You feel that you could, if you wish to, draw the energy from it again, or you could do something else. It's not forced upon you now, but you feel that you could draw on it whenever you need to. Volley is not going to do that. <laughs> because Melinda said don't hurt the Koyang. When's his guardian doing damage? Volley's learning. He's listening. <laughs> I like to think that he's saying that out loud. I'm listening. Yeah, he, no, he is. Akon does things. Melinda said, don't hurt the Koyang. <laughs> I'll talk to the Modanus instead. And Volley's going to kind of get down. Well, he's not going to get down. Is the Modanus on his knees? How's he looking? Is he still like stood up straight? He's stood up straight, just hunched over with bullet holes in his back. Volley's going to hunch over next to him. He's going to go, hey man, it doesn't look like it's going very well for you. So would you kindly just... Put my friend down and go stand in the corner. It might be safer for you there. And Volley, with his traditional, would you kindly cast suggestion on said Modanus. So can you roll a wisdom save, please? Okay. 12. Ah, uh, he fails. So he okay, puts Finn <laughs> on the ground and goes and stands in the corner. Yeah, um, uh, if you get off me, I guess we can stop the murder for now maybe take a break like a like a i'm hurting a little bit so maybe like a t-zone for a little bit you know a little time out for us and we can get back to it in a second maybe finn will you get off i suppose i could not resist yeah okay <laughs> if i saw volley do this yeah i'd let him put me down so he's gonna pick you up finn put you down i guess we could have a little time out for now sure what, what, what's what's going on what, what do you want to little go stand in the corner go on Okay, I'll go. go. On. I, I need a little break. I'll be back in a second. Yeah. Just give me That's... a second. All right. Okay, go on. In the corner. Off you go. I'll just... Uh... <coughs> he coughs up a little blood. I'll just take a moment. I'll be, I'll be back, guys. Just a little, little tea, all right? He's going to take a knee in the corner. Sure. Go on. You guys were no use, were you? <sighs> that gnome's really cool. <laughs> it's basically Jedi mind trick, isn't it? Can we just leave? Yeah, if you want. I'm going to yeah. say, hey, hey, uh, Baron de Fluffy. Hey, oui, 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 oui. We're going to leave. Could you just, like, stay here for maybe five or ten minutes? Um, just to just to give us time to get away, and then you can come back and hang out in my Acorn. Um, I don't know how I finish. There's no time limit on me. <laughs> I don't think we should leave these guys here. I can stay here, though, if you want to guard. I can, I can guard you. 
Yeah, I don't think we should leave these guys here. These are still zombies. Just because they're confused about what they're doing, they will start hurting people here. We should definitely kill the zombies. We are still mid-combat, technically, aren't we? Zombie one, he can't get out of it, can he? So it's for 60 seconds, so... <laughs> I obviously think whatever the gnome wants to do makes most sense. She seems very smart and a natural leader. Just gives off that kind of big dick energy, you know? Big fan, big fan. <laughs> she really, really does want to kill these guys. <laughs> Loving them. <laughs> um, Katang's turn. Eh... He looks kind of dangerous, and <laughs> I don't think he's meant to be here. And I'm worried what he might do to other Koyang. <laughs> I think you should slit his throat. <laughs> I, ah, the murderous to, Katang. <laughs> I'm too young to understand the kind of ramifications, but uh, these that guy, those two are dead already. And it's kind of a philosophical debate, you know, like life after death, but also... He looks pretty evil, so I, I don't know, just my two cents. I'm four years old, what up? <laughs> four knows the words ramifications. <laughs> Osric, it's you. Hmm, I'm trying to think of the way to word this. <laughs> Osric caves in the, the, the skull with his hammer. We fought these undead before. If they're already dead, they deserve to be at peace. The, the undead, which I believe is just the two zombies, can they make wisdom saving throws, please? They can, I'll roll for them individually. Uh, the wisdom's crap from memory. Uh, yeah, minus two. So the first one gets <laughs> minus one, and the other one gets 12. All right. Uh, if you remember from last time, Alex, what are their challenge ratings, please? A quarter each, I think. All right. Um, those are both destroyed, but can you tell me how they are destroyed in, in universe? I guess the magic Vaporized. animating them is dissipated. The energy comes flying from your shield, and it just instantly vaporizes the two zombies and as one of them's about to be vaporized it looks at Belinda and goes I understand why you're doing this I'm totally behind it no hard feelings at all <laughs> and then just evaporates completely god they were such cool guys they does he, so does cool. does he give a little thumbs up as the wave again. of energy passes over him you just know Belinda that that, that zombie had no ill will for you and that he wants to destroy it it's just all good <laughs> it's all vibes man so <clears throat> I'm feeling a little better now, guys. I mean, I'm hurting a bit, um, and I'd still really like to kill you all, but you've taken two of my guys down. So um, maybe I just leave, um, and we call this a draw for now. Um, tell us, who sent you here? Uh, if I tell you, will you let me go? I mean, no. what will you do if you leave? <laughs> uh, also, you're not really in a position to negotiate. It's fair. It's a fair judgment. Um, I came here with the purpose of stealing the gold acorn and killing all the Koyan while they're asleep. There are more of us coming right now to kill all the Koyan. But who are you working with? How many more? They're probably already outside now. There's loads of us. All the dead creatures we've been affecting from the woods. Our plan was to trap Rowdy and her minions in the sleep world and then kill them all off while they nap. Why? Because we need the gold acorn. For? I, I shouldn't say that. Please. I mean, again, you, you don't really have much of a choice. Can I cast Detect Thoughts, please? Yes, you can. A wisdom save, please. Today's just a day of getting minuses. He got oh, minus good. 
And he got three, so he got four. He got four overall. Okay, well, you still fail. <laughs> so while this conversation is going on, and like while Finn and Volley ask him this, I can now uh, read his thoughts. And so therefore, when often when you ask someone a question, obviously they think of the answer. Even if they yeah, say it. exactly. So you hear... Where are you taking it? Um, I was taking it for, to my master. I, uh, <clears throat> Does he think about where he's going to take it? Yes. So when you ask him where he's taking it to, he doesn't have a solid thought, but you hear a couple of names and a couple of thoughts. You hear... Mm-hmm. Next phase, Egelian. And you hear... Aldania. Aldania. But where, where? Where did he instruct you to go? Uh, 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 death begets birth. And he's going to run at you with his axe. So he'll run through the Guardian of Faith. He will, actually. Yeah, he will. Yeah, amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. I got this. He's been dancing this entire time. <laughs> he's <raping her. laughs> Just practicing his footwork. Just back flipping around the place. <laughs> He's only got 19 health as well. That's <laughs> <laughs> so if he fails, he dies. Yeah. He needs to succeed a dex saving throw. But what's the DC? I would say it's Volley's because Volley's controlling the acorn. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's his dex saving throw? His dex was a solid 10. He failed. <laughs> he just... <laughs> Jesus. As he runs at you, spittle flying from his mouth. Death begets birth! <laughs> And in a Zorro motion, he carves an F for Fluffy in the Mordanis' front. And in that samurai anime way, the Mordanis runs past Baron de la Fluffy, getting an inch in front of you, Melinda, and then stopping and falls down dead. <laughs> huh. Well, bloody hell. <laughs> Thanks, Baron. Well, that's one way to deal with a problem. Baron de la Fluffy <laughs> turns to you, Volley, and just lifts up his. Robin Hood style hat and bows and better of course <laughs> Fully like gives a, a round of applause Finn will also give a round of applause puts the hat on his chest and starts bowing can I search the Mordanus to see if he has got anything on him you can you can the rarest thing done in D&D actually looting corpses <laughs> and as I am doing this I will relay back what I've just learned this Mordanus is working for Ziggurus it's related to what's happened in Tyr. Oh, my idol. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, he was thinking about Agellion. I think that's where the next phase is. We have to warn them. If there's no immediate danger, I'm going to take my shield away from the Katang and walk over to Mal and the corpse. So they're saying they're attacking another city. Yes, Agellion. We have to warn them. So I'm going to root through the stuff. I've completely run out of spells, so I can't even go. And, I can't even warn them. I need to rest. So I can, I can tell them. Well, whatever we do with this acorn, perhaps we can, we can barter for some transport. Yes, we need to get there. The college, it needs to be warned. Also, would I know where Aldernia is, Alex? Roll history for me. Uh, an 18. So for an 18, you know Aldernia is an ancient city down in the far southeast of Aria in what's known now as the Deadlands. And it was a city from thousands of years ago, some city that existed way before the city wars happened. No one really knows what it's from or where it's part of, but you know the area is littered with just wild, deadly creatures. It's where a lot of the 
Mordanus and so on after the war ran off to. It's somewhere that civilised creatures don't go. I think they're working out of Aldernia. What? I guess people wouldn't go there and look at that place. I've not heard of that city for so long. Could you spell that for me, please, Melinda? I've never heard of it. Um, yes, I'll write it down. Um, Starts with a silent P. <laughs> yes, it's U-L-D-E-R-N-I-A. Have you heard of it? It's in the Far East. Maybe back in my school days, but those are long forgotten. Yeah, it's Deadlands. There's, there's no civilization there. I guess it's the perfect hiding place. Who lives there? I've heard Modernus live there. Um, I would hazard a guess at saying not many people. They, they are the Deadlands. I've never met anyone from there. Oh, wow. Was that the Modernus' homeland or something? They're kind of nomadic, aren't they? Well, it's an ancient city from thousands of years ago and before the war, but I guess maybe it was their homeland before uh, Ziggurus. And maybe that's why he's there again now. Wow. Oh, and all of those people, he said there were more creatures coming that, to get, kill all the Koyang. We do have to warn Raldi and sort this acorn out. Did he say Ziggurus was back? Ziggurus, yes. I mean, you heard him. Death begets birth. Did we hear him? Yeah, he shouted it as he ran. He did say that. <laughs> Osric, you don't have to pretend to have no hearing anymore. <laughs> I'm not 100% sure what was in your head and what wasn't, sorry. <laughs> um... <laughs> Well, that's, that's, that's a bit shit. Do I find anything in his pockets as I'm rooting through? So you find 10 gold. Okay. You see a ring and it's gold with a gold bird come off the top of it that's inlaid with green gems. And it's the ring of evasion that means whoever wears it has three charges that return at dawn every day. And when you fail a deck saving throw, you can expend one charge to succeed instead. It's pretty decent for the non-dexterous amongst us. Shame the Mordanus didn't use it before he died. I'm going to hand that to Osric. <laughs> I think this will come in useful when you're uh, trying to stealth around. <laughs> I'm going to take that as a compliment. Well, thank you, Melinda. This looks a lot like my bird. Convict! 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 <laughs> Shut up, bird. <laughs> I'm looking for paperwork. Obviously, I'm Melinda, so... Uh... <laughs> yeah, so there's no paperwork on him. There is also his axe, I guess. But none of you use axes, so why would you care? It's a two-handed axe. Um, no. So that's all that's on him, really. Okay, fine. It's just the money. And he, oh, sorry, you also find a satchel. Mm-hmm. And this is a satchel of holding. It's a bag of holding. Oh, I'll have that. I mean, Belinda's bag basically as much as her bag of holding can be. So. <laughs> it's like grand packed full. Probably some of the buttons have popped on my bag. So I'll definitely eat for that. Put the axe in it. Maybe it's worth something. I mean, true. Yeah, just to try it out. I'll. Uh... Fiddle definitely transfers some of his spare parts and stuff into the bag. Yeah. When we're doing that, I've got some like iron ingots in my bag. I might put them in there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No wonder Osric moves so slowly. Yeah. He's carrying a whole a bit... fucking forge in his backpack. I'm a forge cleric. What do you expect? She's going to try and keep it tidy to begin with. I definitely think that it will become a big mess. But to start with, it will be slightly organised. She has good intentions. As long as I know where my stuff is in there. Zag is going to tap you on the shoulder, Finn, and point at the bag of holding. Point himself in the bag of holding. No, not you, little buddy. You stay out here. There's just more room for you in the bag. As in, in my, in my bag. He looks happy and then gets back into your rucksack. And as he does that, it occurs to you, Finn, that Zag was meant to be on watch while you guys slept. What? Yeah, he was. Zag was going to keep watch while we all had a nap. When? Just now? No, when we went to see the Koyang. No, when we went to a nap like three episodes ago. Oh. 
Oh, yeah. Zag? But I guess when we woke up, Zag would have come yeah. with us. Yeah. You and I are going to have a talk later. We need to get back to Rowdy. Did Rowdy tell us how to get back to it? I guess we nap again. That's a good point. Uh, maybe if we just place the golden acorn on Rowdy, they'll wake up. And then we just tiptoe away and not bother them any more than we have to. She did. She said cut a sliver of it off and dispel magic. But I have used all my spell slots, so I need to go. <laughs> I, need to, I need to rest for it. But that's when we get to her, right? How do we get to her first? Well, she was in that grove where we all fell asleep. In the temple, she said cut a sliver of it off. Oh, and then she can come to us. Um, and if I had remembered that, then maybe I wouldn't have cast all my spells, but I have, so... Well, yeah, because don't forget, well. we, where we fell asleep was in the grove where she was sleeping. Hey, Baron Della Fluffy, could you... Uh, oui, oui, oui. Could you guard the entrance to this town, perhaps? Some bad guys come in. I recognise this temple. This is Draulon. Yeah, We are in Draulon. The home of the Koyang people. Yeah. There is no entrance. It is, there is no walls. It is just a city. If, if someone was going to come to siege the city, which direction do you think they'd most likely come from for stealth purposes? Uh, this is... Uh, um, I, am, I, I am just a lonely adventurer. I... Uh, maybe, maybe you could stand in the town square? Uh-oh, There's just okay. potentially some bad people coming and, and you could be quite useful. Okay, I I will head to the town square. Thank you. See you guys. It's been Bye. nice. Nice meeting you. Uh, I made, Thanks for your help. You're welcome. Bye, Mr. You're Fluffy. Welcome. You're welcome. Wee wee. Wee wee. Au revoir. This ghost Koyang with his rapier is going to walk out the caper. Alfie design. Bye bye. Uh, and he's going to walk out the temple. Well, wow, that was something. <laughs> Maybe we should leave the temple. Do you have Dispel Magic, sorry? Uh, yeah, I do. I can't cast it until I've had a long rest. <laughs> yeah, but don't... Uh, well, <laughs> looks like we are going to have a nap back with Rowdy then. <laughs> yeah. Did you burn all your spells in that fight? I only get two spell slots. I cast Detect Ports and I cast my Hypnotic Pattern. Definitely good uses of both. Yeah. They were definitely good uses, but I didn't think about them. Yeah, but don't forget, Alex, the purpose of her class is to use Eldritch Blast pretty much constantly. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, sure. Like, all my cantrips are really strong, so... No one else has to spell magic, do they? Nope. I know it's not in the rules, because that would be incredibly fucking overpowered, but can I spend some sorcery points to give Melinda a <laughs> spell slot back? No, no. Not even with the power of the Golden Acorn? We could just short rest, couldn't we? If we're not in the uh... grove, we shouldn't fall into the dream world. I mean, you can short rest without sleeping. Exactly. Mm. Short rest is only like... I need to long rest to get my spell slots back, though. Oh, do you not have... Oh, like no, that's a wizard. That's a wizard, isn't it? Yeah, and also like um, Elvish as well, or Druids have it as well, but not me! <laughs> Sorry to ruin the momentum of what's going on. you got to have your full eight hours to get your spell slots back. You're going to have to live with the consequences of your actions. I know, so. I know. But we could go to sleep and go and see Raldi. Oh, shit. Yeah. Actually, no, we definitely can't do that. The, the, the Mordana said that there are other yeah, Mordanas more exactly, about to yeah. siege. We cannot fall asleep. Unless he was lying. Unless you let me sleep. Like, I try and rest. Although Melinda would not be very good at relaxing. <laughs> is, there, is there anything else we could do to the acorn? Could could I heat it up? Could I cast heat metal on it? Is it is it that sort of magic or does, does it need dispelling? I'm saying this in, in character, just for Alex's benefit. She, she said, she said dispelling. 
dispel. But maybe there's somebody else mm. here who could help with that. But didn't she say to use the acorn to cast a spell magic? Could, could you not try... And... She told us to cut a sliver of it off. Volley, yeah. you've got a connection to this thing. Can I cast anything else? Do I, yeah, do I, I kind of like hold it in both hands and try to focus and let the energy flowing through me. Do I feel like I could potentially do anything? Roll an arcana check with the acorn. As Finn's quite sort of in tune with essence, can he like 17. hold, hold Volley's shoulder and give him advantage? Uh, no, no, no advantage this one. What did okay. you get, Volley? 17. Okay, with 17, you think that you can redirect the essence to give Melinda one spell slot, but it's not going to be easy. I'm going to make you roll on that table. And honestly, one of the options is just you flat out explode and die. That is one of the options. You cannot deal with the the level of essence and you explode and die. Okay. Um, I think I can can maybe use some of this essence and, and maybe redirect it to Melinda. I'm not sure it's going to be easy, but I think it's worth a try. Uh, Melinda nods. Let my mechanical birds help you, Volley. Take my guidance. Okay. Be careful, Volley. Okay, thanks. Thanks, guys. I look forward to our new tree friend. From both Osric and Alex. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is just a dumb game that we sit on the internet and talk to each other, but I'm actually nervous. <laughs> There's a 5% chance of getting it right. There are other bad things that can happen that aren't you. No, I mean, I've got a 5% chance of getting it right. Yeah, probably. Because it's one in... Oh, no, it's not. It's 1% because it's one. In, it's on a wild magic table, isn't it? Are we doing 100 or are we doing... Uh, it's a custom wild magic table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's still 100 options. So it's 50, 1 in 50. Volley. Yes, sir. So, so we're completely on the same level, us and the audience. You roll a d20, right? Yep. Certain bands of that do different things. Okay. One banner that takes you to a separate table where you roll a d6. Okay. How many options do I have initially? Three of those are bad. One of those is instant death. So how many options do I have from this first roll? Five numbers will give you good results. Uh, He just said bands. He didn't say how many bands. Yeah, it's bands. One, two, three, four, five bands. Five bands from this first roll. So there's five bands. Three of them are bad. No. Three of the bands. One band takes you to a separate table where oh, one band. Bad. Okay. Oh, so I've got an eighty percent chance of it. Twenty <laughs> percent chance of bad. I love this layer of tables. Right. right. Okay. So let's just roll the darn dice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm holding the acorn and I put my hand on Melinda's shoulder and I look into her eyes and I say, "Here goes nothing." I'm gonna wince. Volley's wincing as he does it. <laughs> Finn covers Zag's eyes. <laughs> A charge of pure essence leaves the acorn. You feel it overwhelm your body, Volley. Melinda holding his hand, you start feeling it surging through your body like an electric current. Volley, roll a d20, please, for me. (laughs) This is so dumb. I'm nervous. Please don't die. Please don't die. Ten. Ten. Oh, my God. Volley, roll a d6 for me, please. Oh, my oh no. God. Do you need my guidance? Do you guidance, the guidance, the guidance, the guidance. Wait, I'm going to see what this is first, and then I might use the guidance to re-roll the six. Maybe that's yeah. a dumb thing, but this seems turn more back, fun. Turn back time. Okay, so with a five... I'm not insta-dead. I hope. Yet. <laughs> with a five, a burst of energy leaves the acorn. Mm-hmm. It lights up everyone in the room. 
Everyone within 30 foot is illuminated by essence, and you all start levitating in the air. Excellent. And And all of you feel this static current. Your hairs are on end as you feel this energy just in the air. Melinda, you feel essence formulate inside your body and you know you've got a spell slot back. Amazing. With my free hand, I'm going to grab the Katang to make sure he doesn't hurt himself. (laughs) Literally so paternal. (laughs) Oh my God. Merci, monsieur, merci. Good work, Molly. Um... Mm, we could do with getting down uh, from here. How do we get down? <laughs> Although, I've always wanted to fly. This is kind of cool. <laughs> can I try and swim to the acorn? Yeah, you can swim to the acorn. As I swim over I and grab the acorn, I go to get a dagger out of my boot, but then I let go of it, and I assume it floats away. <laughs> it does, yeah. For flavour, can Finn use a thorn whip to pull himself to the ground? Yeah, yeah, sure. Osric, do you have anything that you can cut this with? Osric just sort of shrugs. His arm ending in just a wrist, waves in the air, the other one holding a katang by the scruff of its neck in the other side. I just use blunt weapons. Okay, <laughs> fine. <laughs> How close is the dagger to anyone else? It would just float gently in the air next to you. Can I reach it? Yeah, sure. I'll hold the acorn to like steady it so you can cut it, basically. Okay. We're floating in air, so I'm imagining it's going to be pretty tricky. Father will cut a little slice of the acorn off and hand it to Melinda okay, and, and then make sure he takes back the rest of yeah, the acorn. Yeah, the rest of the acorn. Yeah, exactly that. He feels <laughs> okay. kind of protective over this thing now. Yeah, which Melinda's not sure about, but she's focused on the job in hand and also floating because it's just, it's really a miracle she hasn't vomited yet. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> so with my spell slot. There's always the landing. There is always the landing. Can I please dispel magic on the slice of acorn? You can. You start casting Dispel Magic with the slice of acorn in your hand. And as you cast it, the acorn starts glowing brighter and brighter and brighter to a point where everyone in the room has start closing their eyes. It's too much. And then there is a burst of pure, radiant energy. And immediately, all of you fall down to the ground. The lights of you all being illuminated is over a wave of pure radiant energy through the entire area of where you're at. And then suddenly it's back to normal. Like a quick explosion, it's gone in a flash and you're all down on the ground. And Melinda, you feel that you have just dispelled some incredibly powerful spell. Did it work? Did it work? Uh, guys, um, I think the doors might still be locked. How are we going to get out? And from behind you, Finn, you just hear Osric yell, it's hammer time! As he comes charging past you and just swings his hammer at the door, bursting it from its seams. Did you did you think to maybe try the handle? What? No. <laughs> Finn examines the door and sees that it was not locked. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go and see if they've woken up. Can we scramble out to, and see if everyone is like yawning and stretching outside? Fingers crossed. See? Uh, you walk outside <laughs> and all the koyang that were just curled up on... It's like Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, all the different koyang that were curled up on the pathways, on the balconies of their wooden houses, their tree houses, wherever they were, just all start... <laughs> Bonjour, Louis. Good morning. Good morning, Louis. And they start speaking to each other and you start seeing all the different koyang start awaking again from their nap. Can we see the uh, asshole Koryang who locked us in? 
Is he just pretending to yawn and wake up with the rest of them? Oh, good morning. Just like, only just like <laughs> forcing his eyes closed to blend in. Um, you don't see him. You don't see him. We know his name though, weren't we? Good. It worked. It worked. It worked. Um, can I um, high five everyone, please? <laughs> Volley gives you the most enthusiastic high five to the yeah. point where maybe it hurts a little bit, but he's not trying <laughs> to hurt you. He's just really happy. <laughs> Finn tries to leap into the air to high five Volley, and as Volley high fives him down, Finn gets pounded into the ground in enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah. Thumbs up whilst lying crumpled on the ground. Osric's high five is okay. <laughs> Mama, papa, mama, papa, CCC. And uh, the, <laughs> the uh, Kitang runs over to, to Ko Yang and gives him a big hug. And this, this gnome saved your Kitang's life. It was quite something. Osric, I'm really sorry. You've, you've lost a child. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad it's still alive, to be honest. It was quite close. We thank you so much for your help for our precious Kitang. Buttercup is so precious to us. So thank you so much. We are in your debt. We saw you in Rowdy's dream world and we are so thankful that you have visited us, travellers. You're welcome. You're welcome. It's the least we could do. Now, give us money. We need to, we need to, <laughs> we need to tell Rowdy what's coming. Where is Rowdy? Can we run to the grove and see if Rowdy's still there and warn them that the Mordanus army's coming? So, as you ask Melinda, where is Raldi? Raldi will be in her realm. She doesn't exist here. She only allows people to see her. You must go to the nap to find her. But, uh, just a check, but in the episode when we went to sleep, yeah. you said that we were in a grove and Raldi was there. Yes, because she, we she allowed you to see her. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. No. She allowed you to see her. She doesn't exist in the material plane, but she can be seen. So she was basically just a vision of herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. She was trying to call you to help her, basically. And then as she says that, so maybe you can go to sleep, have a nap, and, and I'm sure she will reach out to you again. Uh, last time I napped, I nearly died. We don't really have that kind of time, and a Mordanus army is on its way here to kill everyone. <laughs> What? I mean, it's their lives. They they need to know. <laughs> you I, don't need think to. We can re- I don't think we can really sugarcoat this, Melinda. <laughs> we, you need to you need to prepare something bad is on its way. To arms. The Koyang looks at you genuinely scared, not sure what you're saying to him, but knowing that it's deadly and quite scary and then you hear over somewhere else in the koyang town a horn blows the horn of gondor gondor calls for aid (laughs) some form of alarm system starts going off and then shouts and then the murmurings of the koyang newly waking up start turning into confusion and panic and the voice and calls of fear and the Last thing you hear before we end our session is the sound of an army attacking the city. Great. And that's where we end our session. Well, thank goodness we didn't have to have a nap. From one fire to another. Indeed. Out of the frying pan and into the fire. In all honesty, when you didn't have a spell slot, they were going to die. (laughs) Yeah. Because they were asleep. And some of them will still because they were asleep as they wake up. But um, you managed to wake them all up, which is good. Yeah, that was great. Great. Excellent work, everyone. 
there we go. Uh, things are not going well in Driller. I've got the golden acorn. I've got the golden acorn. <laughs> hey, everybody. Volley here, of course, for the outro, joined by the one and only Alex Wright, our fantastic DM. First question, how do you feel about Volley getting the acorn? Um, Probably the biggest wild card to get the acorn, to be honest. I think. With a 20. You did, yeah. Honestly, um, well done. I did not think the gang would go straight for the acorn as well as you did, especially the quick shooting of him in the wrist so he drops it and then you're jumping on it. Very well played. Honestly, my boss, which was meant to be a hard encounter, was kind of just garbage. So... Yep. He got his butt whipped. Uh, he did, he did. Finn did some damage. He really, 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 really did. And then you took one hell of a risk to try and get Belinda her spell slot. Yep. How was that? Honestly, I've never been so nervous in a D&D game before. <laughs> I genuinely had some little butterflies going. Not only are there ones where you insta-die, because that is genuinely an option, there are also others that do a lot of damage to you and everyone around you. Oh, I did, I did not have a lot of health going so, into that entire encounter. Hence why my face when you did it was very concerned. <laughs> yeah. I'm not like going into that counter and after the first kind of hit from the acorn, I was on single digits. Really quietly on single digits. Single digit HP? Yeah. Oh yeah, you would have you would have, oh, yeah. Died. Yeah, you would have insta-died. If it wasn't for uh, Mr. Osric giving me an extra 10. MVP. I'd have been uh, a bit more cautious, I think. So, how are we thinking, Craig, about the ending of that session? I liked it until the Modernus turned up. Yeah, yeah. But maybe Volley can use this to his advantage in his plan to get the Mousefolk and Koyang to be friends. That's true. Gondor maybe does call for aid, if you know what I mean. <laughs> maybe. I mean, there's definitely something going on bigger than just... Petty squabbles. Petty squabbles, yeah, for sure. For sure. So maybe. We have to see how that plays out. How are we feeling about Raldi? The first god, it didn't go so well. How did it go with the second god? What do you mean the first god didn't go so well? I thought I thought the reliquary was great. As, yeah, the gang as a whole, however, hated him. Uh, I think Raldi seems all right. If she honors a word, and this seems like a great time to try and get a jeer on side to protect the glistening glade, so maybe the Mordanus attacking is uh, good for Volley's plan of stopping this stupid fight. You gotta play date maker. If he gets in there, yeah, he'll play matchmaker, play Cupid, get his little wings going. So why don't you tell the gang around the spherical globe? where they can find out more about Tabletop Vagabonds. Absolutely. You can find out more about Tabletop Vagabonds on Instagram. That's our main social medias. We are at Tabletop Vagabonds. Bet you didn't see that coming. You can also find out more and also a sexy link to our sweet Patreon page is on our website, tabletopvagabonds.com. There you can find two one-shots, a two-parter that is Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and... Very fun. A one-parter that is... Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, exactly. And if you have seen the film, go and watch it. You'll be beautifully, pleasantly surprised. And if you haven't seen the film, go listen to it. I said go watch it. Yeah, what? That's fine. You, you can watch the screen and the little, the little time code bar going across. It's yeah, cool. Go I watch think it. Personally, that's the bit about podcasts I like most, is watching that time go down. I do have a face for radio. That, oh, buddy. I know. <laughs> oh. Self-burn. That's... 
<laughs> the best kind of burn. It is indeed. So that's all from us today. And we'll see you next time. 